this. The world is a marvelous, beautiful, dynamic place if you make a positive energy choice every day for advancing yourself. But to make the right alignment decisions, you have to know how to be immune to scaremongering so that you can live your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, adventurers. Welcome back to another edition of the Stephen Kenyon Podcast. Glad you could join us today. StephenKenyon.com is the website. Hello, Miss Megan. Well, hello. Greetings to you. Hola. Oh, there Bonjour. were so many dolphins up close to the beach this morning. What? I didn't see oh, them. Yeah. Just pods and pods and, and that's what you call them, right? Pods. I, pods? I, sure. Sounds yeah, right. Lots of pods of dolphins. Sounds good. Or may, was it a may, flock. One big pod. <laughs> a flock of dolphins. <laughs> they were, but they were so close to the beach, just like literally two waves oh, out. Isn't that fun? So cool. Creation is oh, just inspiring. I got a question for you. Mm, okay. We spent several winters in Colorado, right? Yes. And do you sometimes feel like we're getting away with something this year by wintering on the beach? Um. Yes. I, no, I'm not taking it for granted. Oh my gosh. But I have to say, I have, there is a really big part of me that just loves a nice, deep, snowy winter. Mm. Oh, absolutely. But so, it's, isn't it the contrast, though? It is. So it's it's that variety that, that keeps everything feeling good and mm. feeling spontaneous that and fresh. That's true. Variety. Because you know what? I wouldn't enjoy the, the warmth of the the beach and the coast if it weren't for the the coldness of the winters so and true. the snow and vice versa yeah and i think we kind of figured that out through all of our travels just you know um i think it's human tendency right to want to just, just sort of sit in one spot and make stake your claim there but um the, the variety is, variety. is just no, we're sojourners we're so, our soul needs to move yes. we need to be experiencing and rewilding yeah. ourselves and going back to the natural mm. at all times i love the west oh, me I too west. well today we're talking about um oh my goodness immune to scaremongering what a cool crazy <laughs> word <laughs> yeah, yeah well let's jump in here's the deal the natural realm of all matter the world in which we are occupying has it just swirls around us and uh, through it, these forms of energy are, are constantly moving. There's positive energy and there's negative energy. And if you can imagine these whirlpools of energy that's constantly swirling around us, one, one, one of those advances us to create and it leads to an expanding life while the other one is always diminishing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, immune to scaremongering, scaremongering is in the diminishing energy form. Yeah. That's where all that's taking place. Scaremongering, it's like the chicken little syndrome, isn't it? Yes, it's it the, is. It's the catastrophic imagination that the sky is falling and yes. the sky is falling and it's over and over. And yeah. and that results in a, a paralysis, which get, you know, always the, the, uh, evidence that there's fear there yeah oh absolutely and you know and that's not just with the the really overt things like the really overt uh like you just mentioned the catastrophes that you're if you're feeding on that i mean i've even noticed that um like years ago there was a show i like to watch and but there was a lot of fighting in the show like a lot of bickering between people and i found myself picking fights with people 
as I was sort of consuming yeah, sure. the show. And mm. so, uh, yeah, I mean, we are, we're sponges. We're sponges. We should just go ahead and admit that. What do you do if you watch that the, the zombie TV series? <laughs> I'll eat your face off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's scaremongering. And what is, what's the deal with you grabbing your sister's ankles? Oh, what? What, what is no, that? No, that's a terrible story. Oh, it makes me sound like a monster. <laughs> well, I was going to jump out from under her bed and surprise her. Now, like, wait a minute. You're two years old, right? No, I'm like, I don't okay. know, six or not, something. It wasn't yesterday. No, six or something. Right. But, you know, we're just we're very close. We're almost twins. Everybody thought we were twins. But she's just a couple years older. And I remember crawling under her bed and I was going to jump out and scare her. But then she never came. She kept she kept going around the house and doing all these other things. And then it got really weird. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's it so weird. awkward. You got weird. Well, I got I felt not awkward good. and it got weird. And so <laughs> she, she just walked in and I just reached out and grabbed her ankles. And, oh my gosh. and she just absolutely mm. oh, hit the roof. And April. Don't worry, she got me back. Uh, oh, how many times? Oh, for Scaremonger. She plays the long game. So, <laughs> chicken, and so the chicken little syndrome would be every time she would go into her room. I guess she's looking under the bed to see where. Oh yeah, sister Megan. Oh, is. she she you know ended up hiding in my closet and all kinds of stuff. Gosh, so scaremonger. Why is this so important? We have the ability to choose what we're becoming by aligning ourselves with our dreams and our desires and our best aspirations. But now what's really cool is observation is all that's ever going to be required for us to live and have a successful journey through this life. But at the same time, observation is all that is also needed to derail us off of our best path for life, to get us off course. It's just through observation. It's, it is that fragile, everybody. So it's with observation that we utilize the inherent ability to make the right choices. We can choose to advance or we choose to diminish. We choose to, we choose to align ourselves with positive source energy or with negative source energy. We choose to advance our mind, body, and soul toward perfected completion. That's where all of the universe is advancing toward after all. So we can get on that train. Or we can just stay behind gravitating and holding on to this negative source energy. And if we do that, then we're actually choosing to diminish. Now, when I say choice, and don't don't get confused here. A lot of people kind of think I'm saying that you're actually choosing to diminish. And that's not what I mean when I say choose to diminish. Understand that we're making a choice even when we don't realize that we're choosing. Mm-hmm. Even when we don't realize we're making a choice. One choice is positive and the other is aligned with the negative. And so how is it in practical terms that we're making a choice if we're not really making a choice? Explain that to us, Steve. Well, (laughs) I'll try. It's because you are adhering to a constant negative thing. In other words, you're choosing that negative thing by choice. You're going back to it. You're, you are participating in the conversation. You're participating in, like you're saying, watching something that's negative. Mm-hmm. But by infusing yourself with negative source information, that's the choice that I'm talking about. Yeah. And so what happens is that starts to become you, and it redirects your path for life. How true that none of us are, none of us can be exempt from choice. It's just not even an option. There is no neutral. Um, you mentioned that we are uh, um, progressing, and I can't, I can't reiterate exactly how you said it, but you were just saying, mentioning observation. 
that we're building our life through observation. And I don't think I've ever heard you say it quite quite that way before. So that's that feels new. Um, what do you mean by observation? Observation, whatever we choose to observe or whatever we are observing and lingering on and imagining and uh, mm-hmm. contemplating, that's the observation. And so your contemplations actually become you. Uh, everything is made up of energy. And if you're observing something positively, like a sunset, that's positive. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking about the beauty of it and you're in enhancing your your being by observing the beauty of the sunset and it starts to become you that's the observation wow and i really like that you mentioned and made a point to say that it's the lingering thought it's the lingering observation you know if you something flashes by as you uh, are flipping through the channels on television that's not going to rock your world it's when you pause and consider and linger that's that's a great way to say it well let's keep talking in practical terms then i'm always interested in the hell and so are you how do we do yes. this in practical terms? And, well, let's just take, for example, since we sort of started here today, let's talk about entertainment for a moment. We have known for a long, long time that the emotional content of movies and television programs, all of that can affect our mental outlook. Mm-hmm. And we've known that. Mm-hmm. Entertainment, it does this by directly affecting our mood, which then affects many, many aspects of our thinking and our behavior. So... Psychologists have known that, if, for example, a television program, if it generates a negative mood, if it, it causes anger or anxiety, then those perceived experiences, what happens is that begins to affect how we interpret the subjective reality of our own lives. Mm. So what's really amazing is when we watch negative movies or negative news, which, oh my gosh, it's so much negative news in the it's world today. That's all it today. is anymore. Yeah. Or anything like that. What it does is it affects even the types of memories that we recall from our past. Now think about wow. that for a moment. It's affecting how much we will worry about the events in our own lives. It affects if what perhaps was a pleasant experience maybe 20 years ago in your life. But because you're saturating yourself with the negative source energy of all this, let's say, negative news now, when you actually reflect back on what was a previous pleasant experience, you start to see it through the lens of negative, negativity, and it becomes an unpleasant memory. So, you know, what's actually happening when we immerse our consciousness into the substance of negative source energy... uh, then we start to, our outlook for all of life, both past, present, and future, begins to become negative. Wow, I think that is one of the most powerful points that you've ever given us. This idea that you're really put, putting on you know, negative source glasses or positive source, and you're going to see everything past, present, and future through that lens and through that filter, and it's going to alter your subjective reality. That's fascinating alters it it changes it and this actually becomes you it it become it changes your physiological yeah. uh, makeup there was an interesting psychological study that was done looking at the effects of watching negative news mm. and in that study they constructed these three different 14 uh, minute news stories one was entirely positive and it was things like people winning the lottery uh, that's great news uh, <laughs> overcoming sickness. That's yeah, great news. Uh, finding their lost companion cat, fantastic. Oh, lucky. Kitty, kitty came home. <laughs> and then another one of those 14-minute news stories, it was just emotionally neutral, okay? So it was, you know, it, it is what it was, like looking at, I don't know, grass growing or something. And then the third story, <laughs> <laughs> the third news story was totally negative. I mean, just, you know, typical yeah. 
horrible negative stuff. But then, as predicted, they showed the three news stories to three different groups of people, and those who watched the negative news, all of them reported being significantly sadder and more anxious, far more anxious than the people that watched the positive news stories. But then, now watch this, things Mm -hmm. started to get really, really interesting. Okay. During the structured interviews, the researchers found the group of people who watched the negative news spent a lot more time thinking and talking about their worries, and they actually began to catastrophize their anxieties. Wow. Whoa. The other two groups of people, they remain neutral, nothing. Mm -hmm. So catastrophizing, now that's when you think about something that you're worried about so much that you just begin to make it worse and worse, and it gets bigger and larger, and this huge, you know, it's 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 the shadow of the little mouse that looks like Godzilla. It just becomes this big thing in your life. That's not real, it's not actual, but it becomes so bad it's, that it actually becomes that in your subjective reality. In other words, it's making mountains out of molehills. Mm. And so the clinical bottom line that research showed is this. Not only are negatively balanced newscasts making people sadder and more anxious, the real interesting thing was this. Negative news actually exacerbates a person's personal worries and their concerns makes it worse so not only do those who watch negative movies saturate themselves with these negative vibes of broadcast news exacerbate their present circumstances but they actually begin to reconstruct memories of their past uh, their their pleasant experiences and all those negative experience memories so negative energy becomes you wow. that's what we that's the takeaway you no one is immune from this it doesn't matter what you, what you believe about it While you're watching it, in other words, it doesn't matter if you're thinking, well, that can't affect me. You're deceived in believing that because when you are consuming it through the windows to the soul, the eyes, the ears, Mm -hmm. when you are watching it or listening to it, it is affecting you. You're communing with that. And so that source energy in quantum physics, I guess we could say through quantum entanglement, it it is changing you and it's becoming you. It's amazing how this is, it's almost like a negative bomb going off. And it's fascinating to me that it affects not only your present mindset, but your past. And then it's also cultivating a future mindset. It's just how it sort of encompasses encompasses your entire the entire arena of your of your mind including your memories that's wild uh, and all my it, you know it actually goes to another place it's cultivating your present circumstances and it's mm. cultivating your future circumstances wow. to align negatively with a negative source information that's the energy that you are uh, be aligning yourself with it's becoming you you know I, I love a good life hack you know, just something that you can sort of insert into your life and fix a lot of things and this feels like one of those just turn off that negative flow just turn off that spigot and you're correcting so much with little effort yeah, it helps doesn't it yeah well the next thing that happens is this those negative beliefs okay that begin to attract substance to form the negative circumstances in your life um Exposure to negative vibes like that, it reconstructs your subjective reality to reflect and then become harmonious with those negatively charged particles of energy. In other words, you are attracting what it is that you are observing. 
we could say in, in whatever it is you're observing is what you're believing. Belief is an observation. It's a measurable observation. That is a belief. So you're attracting that. Substance of thought in quantum physics is real. It is tangible. It is observable in the laboratory. Yes. Researchers have observed in the quantum physical laboratory that it's, it's a process which is called quantum entanglement where observation forms reality. It, it's a very real, tangible thing. So for the kinetic believer, that's where the good news is. We understand this, right? So by rewilding ourselves to unbecome negative influencers, then we just purposefully begin throwing down, casting down, getting rid of, chucking, if you will, right <laughs> off of that balcony out there into the ocean, all those negative vibes, all of that that um, negative uh, monster mongering, <laughs> scare mongering, fear mongering, horrible mongering, all of that stuff. We just begin throwing it all down by purposefully choosing to uh, our, what our imaginations are going to be for yeah. prosperity, choosing our imaginations for all of our relationships, choosing our imaginations for love and for loving and for perfecting our health and our advancing our minds and our bodies, becoming that physical specimen that we've <laughs> dreamed of becoming. Yeah. And we see ourselves as that. When you look in the mirror, rather than being disgusted, you go, <laughs> my gosh, you look good today. Look how just perfect you are, how yeah. handsome and whatever you've imagined yeah. yourself do you, do you to be. Do you need a moment? <laughs> yeah, could y'all pardon wow, me for Steve. just a minute? <laughs> Wow, Alex, check out that. Look at my biceps, whoa. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> so, but no, <laughs> the battlefield is the imagination, right? Yes. That's where all this takes yes. place. Well said. That is, that's where all these battles are taking place. Imagination is where fears become magnified. The imagination is formed from either positive source information or negative so when negative conversations are circled and you have them over and over and over and you know you have the same arguments over again and again and negative judgments are made concerning other people or circumstances what is actually taking place is one is you're constructing substance to form from those corrupted imaginations so i guess my natural next question is if you can stir up negative source energy by consuming it does the opposite work can we sort of take this life hack in a in a different direction and by consuming super positive source and uplifting and beautiful source energy does that activate that within us as well Dun, da, da, da. That's the kinetic believer what? that's having a successful life. I get an A plus. That is the secret revealed here today. That's nice. exactly right. That's how it works. Because on the other side, the negative side, all those stormy seas looking out at the ocean, all the stormy seas of life, they are just whipped into a frenzy yeah. from the corrupted imaginations. And then it's out of the vortex of harmony and alignment that circumstances, they're just spiraling and we were visiting with someone last week that there everything was spiraling and <laughs> it was hitting the fan oh, yeah. and it was just one bad thing after another. But just imagine going back to a time before a negative story was even formed. That's rewilding. That's yes. going back to before. Intentionally rewilding yourself to unbecoming negative information and just a refusal to, you know what, I'm not going to consider any negative thoughts that calms potential storms. What would you say to the person that's wondering how you, you know, we live in this corrupted 
uh, natural world? How do you stay informed about what's just going on in the world without consuming a lot of negativity? That's a great question, but you know what's going on in the world right now? What's Seriously. Always, what's always been going on? <laughs> Flowers are growing. Oh. <laughs> Planes are landing safely. Yeah. People are healthy and falling True. in love. Yeah. There's a sunset somewhere in the world right now, and then the sun is rising somewhere else. Fish are swimming around in the sea, and children are playing and laughing. That's what's going on in the world right now. Wow. That's so powerful. And, and that's my world. That's probably, there's probably, if, if we were honest, that's probably most of what's happening is positive. It's just the negative that's plucked out of the, of the lineup and, you know, sort of put on display for all of us to feed on. But now watch this. All those things objectively are happening in the world right now. The children are playing and laughing and they're running about in every country, every nation in the world. These things are taking place. But that's right. still an imagination. Even though it's objective, that's my subjective reality because I imagined that to be so. Mm. So the battlefield is the imagination. Wow, yes. What you choose to observe is the battlefield, and it's in your imagination. Yeah. So all these things are objective realities, but I make them my reality by choosing that to dwell on and to become me. And isn't that why the kinetic belief journaling, the guided journaling is so powerful because you are in a very real sense creating your own story. You are crafting and creating these words that make up your future and your present. And it's almost like you're writing the screenplay for your life. And it does activate those positive imaginations specifically about you. Throwing down all of the negative stuff is something purposeful kinetic believers choose to do by journaling their highest viewpoints for those desires. You're creating the blueprint for your life. The same way that all that is contained within this universe was created through a blueprint, an imagination, and it was a desire by the creator of all that there is, a bias that held in its hand and cast it into existence, believing to see all that is good and advancing the universe toward perfected completion. And isn't that what's so beautiful and organic and raw and real about rewilding, the process of rewilding? Because what it's going to do, it's going to naturally do everything we're talking about. It's going to naturally make you super sensitive to negative source energy. And you're going to just, you don't even notice it. That's the thing. Before you become, you start rewilding and you become a kinetic believer, you don't even realize what's putting you in this horrible mental state. When we rewild, you're exactly right. When you start rewilding, what you're doing is like remodeling your house. You're getting rid of the clutter. Yeah. And you're getting rid of the old stuff, the old stories that you've kicked around and it just has become distasteful. Rewilding is like throwing out the old and just replacing it with new, refreshing everything and getting rid, making sure everything is positive and vibrant and leads to life Mm. and health and prosperity and love and you throw out the old and it's like cleaning out your closet it's like taking your shoes off before coming in from the beach and knocking the sand off your shoes for megan it's like (laughs) all of that that's rewilding and living your best life Somebody asked me recently, <laughs> how often do you throw down a negative vibe? How often do you avoid the, the, uh, uh, this kind of fear-mongering? How often do you do that? The answer is every time you encounter one. You yes. do it all the time. All this the is, time. This vigilant. Is vigilant to do this. If you, if you don't choose to block the, the uh, scaremongering, 
the negative thoughts. If you don't choose to block the negative energy, it becomes you like we're talking about. It captivates you. Yeah. It, it imprisons you. It starts putting you into a box mm-hmm. and building a cell around you. It's yes, an it anchor around your neck and it starts to depress you and it holds you in place and it becomes hard to breathe. It becomes hard to think clearly, hard to sleep at night. And the anxiety becomes gripping and suffocating and you feel trapped in this life. It's imprisoning you. The, the way to freedom is through the imagination and the imagination is your lens for living your best life. Well, you know, we're, we're all working through this life with so much history behind us of really focusing and living physically. We're all incredibly physical before we get into this fresh new mindset that the battlefield is the imagination. But when you start to realize that, I find that incredibly thrilling and exciting because if you can just dig deep mentally and set those intentions, those positive intentions mentally, everything else just works, which I just think that's exciting because it's incredibly efficient. You're not going out here physically just running around, chasing your tail, trying to force something to work. And I like that you say everything begins to work because this is a holistic approach to living your best life. For example, you know, the purposeful kinetic believer imagines from, for example, that they are perfectly healthy. And so how do they do that? They do it from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet. You don't have to to become a, a physician and study the, the organs of your body and how they function properly to become healthy. Yes. It's the holistic viewpoint for your highest way of, of living and those thought forms for the body that you imagine to have. That promotes and it attracts and it actually transforms your body to be in alignment and agreement harmoniously with what you imagine for it to be. Never, and, and let, me, let me just say again, never, ever, ever do we choose our thoughts according to what we see. Because if what we see is not in alignment with what we choose to believe and choose to see and choose to imagine, then we become victims to attraction according to what we see. The most random thing we will ever experience in the natural is the physical, what we see around us. What happens to go parading by, which we have no control over, Mm -hmm. but we can control where we allow our thoughts to linger. And so if we decide to linger by observing something of negative source information, that observation generates negative source energy, which then becomes us. Powerful, successful Kinetic believers do this on purpose, and that's the power of the law of attraction. We can change circumstances according to our chosen beliefs. We are having a natural experience in a world where rogue imaginations are roaming about, and the energy, the negative vibes of negative energy produces fear. It produces fear of rejection, anxiety, depression, anger, fear of things just not working out, fear of not having enough. That's, that's the diminishing effect of negative source energy. I just don't know what I'm going to do. I need, a, I need a, a promotion. I need more money. I need better health. My relationships are horrible. All of those negative source energy. But by rewilding your life in order to unbecome negative influences, the circumstances that we didn't choose, conversations we would rather not have heard, We can, at any time in life, we can intentionally cleanse our souls, if you will, and cleanse the creative plane for attracting our best life. And we do it willfully 
and intentionally so that we can begin living our best life. Something that you mentioned earlier that I think we maybe went by a little too quickly is you mentioned that when we consume something negative that it can cause us to spiral and I think that's so important because that's an incredibly um, powerful thing that can happen and it's also very dangerous because you can consume one small negative nugget in life and it is amazing the uh, downward spiral that 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 trajectory that it can set you on it's one negative news story or whatever and then you find yourself you know questioning if life is even worth living I mean, it's it's just so important to catch these things at the beginning so that they don't grow so big they're almost impossible to deal with, spiraling. Spiraling, and, and the, the way that I see spiraling and through quantum mechanics, too, the way that this actually works is kind of like a domino effect. And you see the first thing that happens that's a negative, and it's a pulse. It's like a negative pulse of energy, and you... <gasps> Oh my. And you react to it. Fear. The reaction yeah. to that is the receiving of that. The reaction is the observation. And it is the, the choice of belief or the reactionary belief that that happened. And it's a bad thing. That's a pulse. The pulse attracts a pulse, which attracts a pulse. Negative energy. Negative energy. And it's like watching dominoes that you've stacked up across the floor. And the first one falls. And the next one, that's a spiral. So you get caught up in the slinking of the, the dominoes as they cascade down. And like you said, what, how do I get out of this? You need a positive interruption. Yeah. You, need to do, you need to think an affirmation, speak, begin to be grateful for all things that are good working in your life. To break that domino effect, to get out of that spiral. Well, and that's why I just love something you said to me in a conversation recently. You mentioned that the reason that you did the 100-day guided journal is because the only way to do this is one day at a time to focus on this positive source energy and not spiraling and getting rid of the negative one day at a time because and that's just that's a very powerful too because if you do project too far out then it does it can seem impossible but one day at a time one day at a time also helps you to navigate and to know well is that a good thing or a bad thing is that some a direction i should now go into or not and so the journaling keeps you on course mm-hmm. how do we know if our imagination is good or bad when we first have it <laughs> how do we know if it's good or bad for us is that actually a bad choice for me i don't know it looks good looks like sam and sally are really enjoying that maybe it's for me too how do I know? True. Look, when any thought uh, conflicts or contradicts all that is good according to your unconditional love for yourself, that's when we submit ourselves to our highest viewpoint, our imagination for living our best life. We submit ourselves to what we've been journaling. We submit ourselves to our core essence of purpose. The genius within you, the thing that makes you different, that's where you submit yourself. When something contradicts the lens that you fashioned through meditation for having wealth, for having perfect health, for having loving relationships, and expanding glorious quality of, of life in any degree, expanding that, if there is a contradiction, even if it looks good, it's a contradiction to what you've already imagined to be. Go ahead and consider it to be a rogue imagination. Mm-hmm. It, it has shown up in your life, and it is then, therefore, it's a contradiction to who you know that you're supposed to be. Go and quickly submit yourself to your journal. Get it out, and you need to resubmit, recommit to your journal. And that's, that's the quick course correction. Wow, you know, I feel like what you, what you just 
walked us through there, I feel like that took this whole concept of, you know, being immune to scaremongering. I feel like, I feel like it took it to this whole other level because you really showed us just then that when you are determining if an imagination or if an idea is good or bad, it's not just about is it overtly negative, but does it agree with your purpose does it agree with this identity that you've now established for yourself because off course is off course it doesn't just have to be horrific to not agree with who you are that's a wonderful point of course is just that you know you can live out a life of peace and live one that is prosperous financially and even having good health, and yet you're off course for the purpose for your own life, the purpose of your own genius. And you can get to the end of this life way off course from living your best life according to your purpose of genius, the creative genius within you, only to realize you've lived someone else's life. That's a sad thing, even though you had money and you had good health and you lived a long life. But it wasn't the life you could have experienced if you had only rewilded yourself to go back to the original purpose for you being here and then develop up and build out from that place all of your experiences well and isn't that why your purpose workbook is so vital to this process and it's so important because that purpose determining that purpose it's going to anchor you anytime you wonder am i on course does this agree with my identity well let's look at my purpose workbook that i completed i mean knowing yourself deeply enough to anchor yourself in this process is it's huge knowing yourself well enough to keep going to keep going in the same in the 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 direction you've determined for yourself it'll save your life it'll put you on the course for your life when i was eight years old i was at a a swimming pool and i found a diver's weight belt laying out on the pool deck And I thought, now, how cool is that? I can put that on and I can go and jump into the deep end of the pool. And you know what? I can just walk around on the bottom. I can go and play deep deep sea diver. Every mother's nightmare. And so there I was, <laughs> describing. blonde-headed, skinny kid wanting oh to play gosh. deep sea diver. And so I did. And I, but the, now the buckle on that belt was broken. And so, and I guess that's why somebody just thrown it out there. But so I tied that around my waist. And I think it was like a 20-pound belt, lead belt. Is that like half your weight? And that was half my... (laughs) I'm sure it was. I tied it it a real tight knot around my waist, walked over to next to the high diving board, and I jumped into the deep end. Oh, my goodness. Went straight to the bottom. And... Ah, so cool. I'm just walking around on the bottom and 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 uh, having the best time playing deep sea diver. But guess what? Oh my gosh. I ran out of breath and I reached down and I tried to take the belt off, but I had a it was in a good knot. So Well you were a Boy Scout. My mind <laughs> You had a tiger. I was a Cub Scout then, so okay. that was the problem. But <laughs> my my mind became desperate for information, right? <laughs> yeah. I and needed, air and I oxygen. needed an answer. I needed something real fast. And yeah. so I needed more programming. I needed something more wisdom. Data. More I needed the more wisdom before I jumped in. But here I am, out of air, on the bottom of the pool. I was in a radical position of making a radical choice of belief. And so my belief innately was to survive. And I start kicking and swimming and kicking and swimming. And I remember thinking, remain steady. Remain steady in my course. Don't change. Don't stop. Keep going. Don't. Don't go back down and rethink this issue. <laughs> Keep going. Even though I'm swimming toward the surface, and I can remember I had my hand, my fingertips on the side of the pool, and they're sliding inch 
by inch by inch slowly. I'm out of, I'm long out of air. But I'm kicking, 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 and I'm thinking steady, 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 steady. Such is life. Steady, steady, wow. such is life. One direction. Keep kicking. Keep going. Inch by inch by inch. My hand came up out of the water slowly, slowly to the edge of the pool. I pulled myself up. And, and I've never forgotten that experience. And I use it often to remain steadfast in the course we're talking about, to not waver in my belief, not to become double-minded, not to waste one precious second of this precious life rethinking, should I or shouldn't I? Life's too short and the world is too wide. Stay on course. What a dynamic story and, and really a powerful concept, this idea that even if you're drowning just keep swimming and keep kicking and keep going even if you think you're just a whisper away from it all being over just keep going and pushing no matter what that is the answer to advancing your life keep moving keep kinetically believing to move toward the thing you are attracting and isn't that from just from my own personal experiences it always feels a little bit like that right before breakthrough there's always just this really intense push required just right before you break through to this new way of living, to this new person, this new self that you're chasing. And that's that's the whole reason, right? Don't ever stop. Gratefully relax into your, your effort. And as soon as you can do that, yeah. as soon as you hold it loosely and you continue to maintain your course, that's the breakthrough. Wow. That's, that's where it always happens. So good. Look, the truths that we all perceive and we do it by subjective reality, what we believe to be true about ourselves, those things are constructed from thoughts held within our imaginations. And if they were not thoughts, then we wouldn't be able to perceive them. Right. In other words, a thing cannot resist uh, exist if, if we don't consider it to be so. Somebody says, well, my awful boss exists, even though I ignore him. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. No, you about. don't understand. This okay. guy, he Hold exists. On. Hold up here. We gotta, let's, let's linger here for a moment. <laughs> it's, it's the negative outflow of negative energy from your boss that you can choose to not consider to become you. Wow. Choice. This, now, this takes practice. Okay. Yep. So, and, and this takes purposeful, guided journaling at first. But it becomes second nature to your first nature to live in peace rather than not. And, you, and it happens quickly. But here's, here's the deal. A thing cannot exist even as a thought unless there is a mind for the thing to exist in. So the terrible boss cannot exist within you as, as some type of source energy unless you've chosen to consider the negative source energy there. And a mind can be nothing other than the substance from which one thinks. So and I know that sounds deep and very ethereal and everything, but what I'm saying is purpose to use your imagination to throw down the negative vibes and move away from corrupted thoughts. Yes. Practice seeing negative information as thieves. It's a thief. Negative source information is there to steal from you. It's not to entertain you. I'm telling you, it's showing up and it's going to rob from you. It will steal delight from you. It will steal life from you. Don't live with it. Don't dine with it. Talk with it and don't share with it. Live with people that you unconditionally love. Yes, do that by loving those people and don't and not loving the negative energy. Don't fall in love with that negative stuff. Separate yourself from that. Choose whom you give access to your most personal inner self to. 
protected because unknowingly negative negative energy is is harbored it finds a home in people and that's the sad thing about this life that we're in but it doesn't it doesn't come to intentionally rob from you but just know that it will steal it does steal love yourself enough to protect yourself from that all of us have the ability to do this all of us have been manipulated you know, all of us have been controlled, and certainly all of us have been influenced by negative imaginations and uh, dominion that's been abusively used uh, against you. What happens is, though, is whatever we dwell on, and somebody hurts your feelings, and you keep dwelling on that, it becomes you. It steals from you. See it as a thief. Something we think will happen that's not even real, and it's made real because we think it will happen. We, we're dwelling on it as a possibility. It's the chicken little syndrome. The consequences are real. Subjective reality is our truth. Throw down all of those, the, the, the uh, fear-mongering and the negative stuff. And by doing so, what's happening is you're protecting your best life by choosing your thoughts. And your thoughts are becoming your convictions. And your convictions are becoming your articles of faith. That is living your best life. Helen Keller said to keep your face in the sunshine and you cannot see a shadow. Wow, that really is such a dynamic point that you're making, this idea that negative source energy is a thief coming to steal from you. And and really, that gives you a sense of being aggressive about this, protecting your house, not allowing anything or anyone to steal from you. And like we like to say, just sort of getting your back up about being your most positive self. Protecting it. It's worth it, isn't it? it. It is. Yes. Priceless. Hmm. Say this out loud. Say, I'm living dreams with enthusiasm. I'm living dreams with enthusiasm. By throwing down. By throwing down. By choice. By choice. All scaremongering. All scaremongering. The little things in life. The little things in life. Are my satisfaction. Are my satisfaction. Because I am quick. Because I'm quick. To be immune to scaremongering. To be immune to scaremongering. I enjoy being surrounded by other people. I enjoy being surrounded by other people. Who are also enjoying themselves. Who are also enjoying themselves. And they too. And they too. Are immune. Are immune. To scaremongering. To scaremongering. I am fearless. I'm fearless. As I live my life with courage. As I live my life with courage. Because I'm immune. Because I'm immune. To scaremongering. To scaremongering. I'm fearless. I'm fearless. As I live my life with vital courage. As I live my life with vital <laughs> Necessary courage. courage. Necessary courage. Fearlessly. Fearlessly. Immune to scaremongering. Immune to scaremongering. I'm following my best life. I'm following my and best life. It is now. And it's now. Because I am immune. Because I'm immune. To what? Let me guess. Scaremongering. Scaremongering. Ding, ding, ding. And that's how you do it. Wow. What a cool uh, episode this has been. What a neat concept. Protecting yourself. And I just love, you know, I've said it before that I just love concepts, ideas, um, teachings that show you how to effortlessly live a very dynamic, positive, powerful life because, you know, we, we're making it har- way harder on ourselves than it needs to be. When you're consuming, you know, trash, it's trash in, trash out. 
And so there's this idea that, you know what, consume beautiful things and it'll be easy to have this export of positive source energy. And you know what's really, and you say, you know, I love that just the beautiful things are already on the inside of you. And that's the thing is people, a lot of people don't realize is that we're simply by rewilding ourselves, aligning those beautiful things in our environment around us with what's yes. already in us. It's already within us. We came into this. There were no spiritual birth defects. All of us came into the natural um, as positive energy with the ability to to become negative, to become mm. or to remain positive. And so as we rewild ourselves away from the things that have uh, conform to us to other ideas and thoughts and fears and all of those things we uh, are simply releasing our fullest potential to be wealthy and to attract perfect health and great relationships and to be joyful yeah. and optimistically happy and living an abundant life free to travel and free to be and enjoying the essence of who we were meant to be by looking within to live without, mm -hmm. to live outwardly and express the genius of purpose, that thing that makes us beautifully different already on the inside of us. But we have to unbecome all those things we were never meant to be yes. to be able to realize what we were meant to be. Wow, so powerful. If you are looking for more resources and you want to check out the Purpose Workbook that we discussed in this podcast, you can see it at kineticbelief.com. That's also where the 100-Day Guided Manifestation Journal is located. And if you want to give us a shout-out, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. And we have a rewilding workshop coming up in Dallas, Texas on Dallas, March Texas. the, 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 the 28th. date here somewhere. The 28th, that's <laughs> it. I am really, you know, I, yeah. I'm, I think probably more jacked up about this one than most of the others. It's been a long time since I was in Dallas and that's where I was born. <laughs> what? I, yeah, I'm You're a Texan. born in Dallas. I'm a cowboy. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's true though. That's it. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to going home, nice. seeing all the homies. I like it. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Rewilding Workshop, March 28th. You can see more information about that at kineticbelief.com. And we can work on some things together, and we will spend the evening rewilding ourselves and going back to the beginning to become beautifully who we were intended to be. And this is an intimate workshop. This is one of the more one-on-one um, -on -one based workshops, and there are only going to be about 100 spaces available when those tickets go on sale. And, you know, check out all of the material on the website. And we've done close to 100 podcasts. Just go and listen to a lot of them yeah. and check. And I'll tell you, I'll be the first one to tell you that, you know what, the rewilding workshop, it's not for everybody. But if the things you hear Megan and I talking about, if it's singing to you, then we'd love to see you there. Come out and just be a part of what's going on that evening and I, I you'll know yeah you you'll know look at <laughs> listen to these podcasts you'll know if this is if this is for you or not absolutely we love meeting new kinetic believers too that's always my favorite part of the workshops kineticbelief.com have the best afternoon Megan you too I, will, I think I'll do it with you okay let's do it all together right. <laughs> okay thanks as usual for all the wisdom bye